Welcome to the Crimson Flow Ministry Podcast, episode number 40. Hello, I'm Charles Caps. In addition to listening to us from your favorite podcast app, we invite you to visit our website at charlescapscrimsonflowministries.net. All one word, all in lowercase letters. And as always, we like to bring Proverbs 23 and 23, which tells us to buy the truth and sell it not. When you get truth, you never let it go. But more than that, it also says, buy the truth and sell it not also, which would mean also buy wisdom and instruction and understanding. And we're going to do this as we move into the message. Amen. Now, the casual reader of the Bible could easily become confused of the subject they're reading about. For clarity, it might be necessary to read a few verses above or below where you're reading to get it in context. Amen. And maybe even a few chapters above and below. As my good friend and mentor, Brother Steve Squires, always said, it is important to know who the they and the them are, who the he and the me is, where the there is. Amen. It would also be important to know what the timeline is as well as the geography of our reading. One of the biggest traps that the casual Bible reader makes is to go out and spend big money on a study Bible. You will be led down many false doctrine paths by reading the commentaries of these men. Throw these study Bibles away. But now look, don't handicap other people by gifting them with your junk. Get you a good Bible that has scripture, references, and a good concordance, such as Strong's. You see, the book of 1 Kings talks about King Solomon. So do the books of First and Second Chronicles. Are these scriptures talking about two different kings named Solomon? Or is it talking about the same King Solomon? If you study the timeline or chronology of these two references to King Solomon, we find that the scriptures are talking about the one and same King Solomon. Amen? Now look, but however... There are four kings by the name of Jehoshaphat. You'd certainly have to know the timeline and the chronology to know which Jehoshaphat the Bible is speaking about. And there also was a priest named Jehoshaphat. Much of the 78th Psalm exhorts the children not to be like their fathers who rebelled and murmured against Jehovah the Lord, who rebelled and murmured against Jehovah in the wilderness. Specific events are recorded. One of them is about what we call the split rock. And we're going to read Psalm 78, verses 15 through 16, saying, He, that would be Jehovah, God, amen, he clave the rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink as out of the great depths. He brought streams also out of the rock and caused waters to run down like rivers. Now, friend, you know, there's some uh, videos on YouTube. There's some footage of this split rock. And you can see what the water courses did, the, the water rushing through everything there. And you can see the pins for the herds. I mean, this is a big, big deal. Amen. And we get to see it. Amen. We get to see it through the pictures and the videos. Now, in Deuteronomy 32... 
Moses is singing a song or teaching of the journey of Israel in the wilderness through the use of several metaphors representing Israel. This happens just as Israel is about to cross over the River Jordan and enter into the Promised Land. And we'll pick up the narrative in Deuteronomy 32 and beginning with verse 44. And Moses came and spake all the words of this song in the ears of the people, he and Hoshea, Joshua the son of Nun. And Moses made an end of speaking all these words to all Israel, and he said unto them, Set your hearts unto all the words which I testify among you this day, which you shall command your children to observe to do all the words of this law. It is in the land, whether you go over Jordan to possess it. And Jehovah spake unto Moses that selfsame day, saying, Get thee up into this mountain, Abram, unto Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, that is over against Jericho. And behold, the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel for possession, and die in the mount whither thou goest up, and be gathered unto thy people, as Aaron thy brother died in Mount Hor and was gathered unto his people. Because, here's why you're going to die, Moses, because you trespassed against me among the children of Israel at the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin, because you sanctified me not in the midst of the children of Israel. Yet thou shalt see the land before thee, but thou shalt not, not go thither into the land which I give to the children of Israel. Amen. Now see, Moses is to die in Mount Nebo. He, he cannot enter into the promised land because he trespassed against Jehovah among the children of, of Israel. Amen. At the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. Z as in zebra, I am. And he did not sanctify Jehovah in the midst of the children of Israel. So what was the trespass that Moses committed? We'll see as we continue our study. Amen. Let's go to Exodus 17, and we'll read uh, 7 verses 1 through 7. And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin, S-I-N, after their journeys according to the commandment of Jehovah, and pitched in Rephidim, and there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore, the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore do you tempt Jehovah? Amen. And the people thirsted there for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of the land of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? And Moses cried unto Jehovah, saying, What shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And Jehovah said unto Moses, Go on before the people, and take with thee the elders of Israel, and thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river, take in thine hand, and go up. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and thou shalt, there shall come water out of it 
that the people may drink, and Moses did so in the sight of the elders. And he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the chiding of the children of Israel and because they tempted Jehovah, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Amen. Now, in verse 1, we've got the wilderness of sin with an S. It's the same wilderness from Deuteronomy 32. See, now verse 5, as we read, Moses is to take his rod wherewith he smoked the river. What river? What river? Amen? See, there's some words here. Unless you, you can contest them, you don't know what we're talking about. So what river did he smite? We read that it, we know that it is the Gulf of Aquaba of the Red Sea. Exodus 14, verses 15 through 16 says, And Jehovah said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Amen. Moses smote the river by lifting up his rod. Amen. And Moses called the name of the place Massa and Meribah, two separate names. Now we go to Numbers 20. And we'll start with verse 1. And it's important to know, Then came the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, into the desert of sin. Again, Z as in zebra, I am. In the first month, and the people abode in Kadesh, and Miriam died there and was buried there. And there was no water for the congregation, and they gathered themselves together against Moses and Aaron. Amen. Now, and the people chose with Moses and spake, saying, Would God that we had died when our brethren died before the Lord. Now, this is not, of course, you know that uh, because of their murmuring, their, their ten times they didn't honor God, and uh, all of the things that they did against Jehovah, uh, uh, he said, You'll wander in this wilderness for your unbelief of, of the. Uh, uh, spies that went out for the, the messengers, you're going to wander 40 years and you're going to die. Your carcasses are going to fall in this wilderness. Amen. And so we're talking about there's going to be everyone that um, crossed over except Caleb and, and uh, Joshua uh, is going to perish. Only the children are going to live. Amen to move into the promised land. So when they said they want to die as their brethren, it wasn't just falling down and dying in the wilderness. You got to ask yourself, which time were they talking about? Were they talking about the 3,000 at Mount Sinai? Amen? Or maybe the 15,000 that perished at the rebellion of Korah? Either way, either way, they saw people die by the bunches. And they were like, huh? We just wish God would have destroyed us too. Yeah, well, maybe so. It's easy to say. 
But if it was uh, the plague was upon you, it'd be a different thing. Amen. So we continue, verse four. They said, "And why have you brought up the congregation of Jehovah into this wilderness, that we and our cattle should die there? And wherefore have you made us to come up out of Egypt to bring us into this evil place? It is no place of seed or of figs or of vines or pomegranates, neither." Is there any water to drink? Amen. Verse 6. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly unto the door of the congregation, or, or excuse me, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Amen. And they fell upon their faces, and the glory of Jehovah appeared unto them. And Jehovah spake unto Moses, saying, Take the rod, same rod you smote the river with. Amen. Take the rod, and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron, thy brother, and speak unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth his water. Again, speak unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth his water. And thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock, so thou shalt give the congregation and the beast drink. And Moses took the rod from before Jehovah as he commanded him, and Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock, and he said unto them, Hear now, ye rebels, Moses talking to Israel, Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod he smote the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly. And the congregation drank in their beast also. And Jehovah spake unto Moses and Aaron, Because ye believe me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. Some uh-oh is going on here. This is the water of Meribah, because the children of Israel strove with Jehovah, and he was sanctified in them. Again, we look, Moses and Aaron went to the door of the tabernacle. They fell upon their faces, and the glory of Jehovah appeared unto them. So now you see, Moses and Aaron are, go, are, are to go and speak to the same rock we just read about in Exodus 17, and the rock shall give forth water. So Moses smote the rock, and the water came out abundantly. He didn't speak here. He smote it. And this is what most people believe is a trespass against Jehovah. This is what Moses done wrong, they say. Moses smote the rock instead of speaking to it. Friend, let me tell you that if smiting the rock instead of speaking to the rock was the reason that Jehovah wasn't sanctified before the congregation of Israel, not one drop of water would have flowed from that rock. Amen? So what was the trespass, and where was Jehovah not sanctified? The answer is in verse 10 of Numbers 20. When Moses said, and, and I pulled this out specifically. When Moses said unto the congregation, Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? 
You see, here's, here's what happened. Moses and Aaron took upon themselves to either eliminate Yehovah from the proceedings or at least made themselves partners with Yehovah, which contaminated the sanctification that Yehovah should have received from a miracle that gave abundant water to about 2 million people plus livestock. Amen? You see, Yehovah God will never share his glory with the flesh of mankind. This is why Moses and Aaron had to die and not cross over Jordan. Amen? They made themselves equal with Abba Father, Yehovah. And the waters were simply called Meribah. Some of the worst confusion you can experience is to try to understand all of the commentary associated with the scriptures that we have researched. Sin, S, and Zen, Z, are two different places. There are two separate times water came out of the rock. The theories run amok. See, and sometimes you have to know the story to understand how Moses smote the river. People come up with all kinds of things. I heard a man preach about the children of Israel returning to Kadesh after 37 years in the wilderness. And his choice phrase was, same old problems in a new generation. Every time he turned around, same old problems in a new generation. He contended that the children of those who died in the wilderness were now murmuring against Jehovah. I say hogwash. If they were indeed murmuring against Yehovah, then they also would have had to wander in the wilderness and die. Where he got the 37 years is baffling. I don't know. The children of Israel would be up near the crossing of Jordan River at Jericho if it was 37 years. You see, I could be wrong. I could be wrong about all this being one event. But the Bible is not slack in explaining itself. There's not any language saying, and again Israel had no water. There's no furthermore, no therefore, no another time Israel, and no two rocks. You might ask what difference does any of these historical events that we have covered matter? None. To those that don't believe the Bible, or to those who throw away the Old Testament because it tells of a people and a God that they can't relate to, but to those who shema, who hear and obey, who listen with the intent of acting upon the words, they are words of life to those who have an ear and listen to what the Spirit is saying. Amen. False teaching can never bring the elect in the sanctification of the spirit. Dig out the truth in all things to make your calling and election sure. And we will close reading 2 Peter 1 and 10. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. If you keep the commandments of Yehovah and fear him 
Don't murmur, don't complain, don't take it into your own hands to do the work of Yehovah. You give diligence to serve him. You'll never fall. God bless you. God keep you. Next time, amen.